goal? Lowest slalom and Johnson points in Canada before the next season began. A top result with the U.S. ski team, maybe in the races in the spring series, made it a possibility. An 831er Skimeister coach, Ken Marchand, told me to go. With limited resources, the budget was tight. Hitchhiking to Alpental, Washington from Calgary was job one. Then find a place to sleep and someone to train gates with. The dollar difference would make it tough. But I could lower my points to possibly crack the top 50 in the world. Arriving ahead of time, you volunteer to help with course prep and race preparation. This brings a free lift ticket, of course, and free lunch, and that takes care of that problem. I have something to eat and a free lift ticket, and possibly an invitation to train with one of the local racers or local clubs. With a hiding spot in the stairwell of the day lodge, I had a place to sleep. Now, find a way to eat and someone to ride with from Washington to California. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life podcast, where we inspire participation, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. And I would ask you to tell your friends and relatives and people you work with to go to their favorite podcast provider or junglejimhunter.com or YouTube and subscribe, download, and click on like and rate and review us and become an 831 or someone that makes a difference in other people's lives because this has inspired you to live your best life. Well, it's 16 days to the 32nd Olympic Games in Tokyo and 48 days to the 16th Paralympic Games in Tokyo. And I hope you will watch and support your favorite team and the teams from the places that you are involved with in sport. I've been doing this series on confidence and what it means to be confident and where confidence comes from and where it goes. And if you've listened to the previous broadcasts, you've heard me talk about the fact that being confident is not something that you just magically are or something that you get lucky or something that happens that suddenly makes you confident. No, it starts with the way you were raised at home. And anybody, including adults today, can change and become more confident because everybody can change their approach and become a confident person. Confident people are not only gatekeepers and second milers, which is what we've been talking about, but they are first responders as well. And we've talked about those three already. And in any living moment, in any moment of the day, you can become Someone that lives with this mindset of what's important now. And we've talked about that in the previous podcast of owning the challenge that comes up to you. So your future is already won. They are congruent. They are what they say they are when they are being watched. And they are even more congruent when they are alone and no one is watching. As a matter of fact, they're raised the bar when they're training alone or preparing alone. Most important, they are consistent. A confident person appears to be able to make things go their way, and it appears they master their destiny and turn opportunities into positive outcomes, but they are resolved to keep going when it doesn't seem to be in their favor. It's why confident people are sought after to be on any team that has leadership that is looking for this kind of character. On the opposite side, minor problems and setbacks seem to stifle progress for those that lack confidence. Adversity that can knock you off track gives a poor perspective resulting in a poor performance. I love sport because it gives you the opportunity to exercise all of this. When managed right by all, you should grow by failing, not by succeeding, by failing from each experience. And this is what you should be using sport for. With that, there was no room for failure. And if you did, you would hear about it. And then you had to fix the situation. You not only learned to fix the situation 
And it helped you grow by the way he made you feel. But he made you feel like you were a failure. I had to find a way to overcome this. The Spring Series was going to test everything that could have shaken my confidence because I was going to take a chance and expose myself to the U.S. Ski Team in their Spring Series. But instead, it allowed me a chance to grow so much that I was tested and consistently faced and met the challenges, staying congruent to my goals and objectives. Today, I want to talk about finding the food you need to become a top athlete when you have little money to purchase it. I had to run on a budget. Dad's rule was the implements at the farm had to be moving when the sun rose. That meant I had to get up early enough and anticipate all the things that had to be done before the implement would move. So I had to get up early enough to run or bike to the field in the dark and do equipment prep. And I used it as a training device, and I did it as if it was an Olympic event. I would squeeze a grease gun with both hands a thousand times, greasing all the implements and the tractors. That increased my grip strength so I could rip a phone book in half. I wanted to pump 500 gallons of diesel into the tractors so that my hand pumping increased the strength in my arms and my biceps and my forearms and my wrists. I could explode from the start as if I could land in the first gate. I had to fill the drills with four and five gallon pails moving 20,000 pounds and your back is ready for the Hanenkamp. Leaving that early in the morning, you had to trust dad to bring you breakfast, but responsibilities taught me that if it made him late or if something got in his way, he might not show up until noon. So you would work all morning without ever having eaten. I didn't want to have to do that. Farming is unpredictable, so breakdowns and getting parts and fixing something in the field was going to happen. It wasn't a case of you hoped it didn't happen, and so you might not even get lunch and supper. I had to know how to prepare for that. Knowing that and being a boy, you made sure that the last thing you did before you went to bed was to make sure your backpack was full of enough food to get you through the day on your own if the day was totally disrupted. I learned how to do that when I was a boy. You had to consistently plan ahead knowing your confidence in what you could do was already made. Remember, confidence is believing in what has already been made And when you make arrangements ahead of time, you don't lose your confidence. You keep it. You need a lift ticket and a race entry fee more than you need a meal. So find a way to get around it. As a volunteer, they gave you a lunch. And so I ate some of it each day and saved the rest for the race days and breakfast and supper. When I wasn't working and skiing, I would clear the tables in the day lodge and clean the tables in such a way that the chef knew consistently I would do it every day. And sometimes he would throw me a free meal or even some leftovers that he had to throw out. But some races, you didn't have those opportunities because it was just arrive, train, and get out there and race, and then move on. On those days, you have to be real creative. And so, you clear the racers' tables for them and focus on clearing the female racers' tables because they never finish a meal. Yep, you heard me. I used to eat what the other athletes were going to throw in the garbage. Why? Because it was free, and that's all I could afford. So you see, you get very good at saving a half-eaten sandwich or an apple or an egg or bacon from the bottom of the garbage can. You clear enough tables and you have supper and breakfast already taken care of. I learned to anticipate and be prepared as a young boy. So you are not only a gatekeeper and a second miler, but you must be a way paver, knowing that things will usually go in a different direction than you think it will go. 
Anyone can be confident because you can anticipate and be prepared. But your power to grow makes you confident because your first response means that you are the gatekeeper and determine what goes inside of you through all of your sense gates. And then you can be a second miler by being the first responder to help others and what they may need. And finally, you can be a way paver by consistently being prepared ahead of time. I raced from Alpenthal to Mission Ridge to Bend, Oregon to Squaw Valley and ended up in Mammoth Mountain, California. Never missed a meal and moved my points to what I had expected to do. Top 30 in John Slalom and top 50 in Slalom in the world for the next season's World Cup. It's amazing what you can do when you are confident because you were a way paver. However, you can do even more to be confident than most of us are willing to do by being a first responder ready to help others first, then a gatekeeper to use and weed out anything that would distract you from your best performance, a second miler that goes the extra mile while helping others achieve their best, and finally a way paver by being prepared, not for what you want to have happen, but ready so when everything that shouldn't happen happens, it doesn't shake your confidence. My quote for the day, prepare well, your confidence will go up and performance anxiety goes down. Thank you for listening. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter and I hope you will have grown and will be living your best life the next time we meet. Yeah.